We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be Mr. Philly, 106.7 a fan. And as Eric Bieniemy just stated, why not Washington? I think JP and I was talking last week or maybe the week before about why would he choose Washington and things of that nature. And I said, well, coaches always believe they can make things happen. Coaches believe that they can change things up. And after listening to Eric and, uh, you know, knowing of him and knowing, knowing him for a minute, knowing some things about him, listening to Big Al yesterday and then listening to him right now, I basically hear what I grew up on. I hear a young man who grew up in an era that, People always told you, you got to believe in you and you got to put in the work. And I'm basically now witnessing a young man who puts in work. He believes in himself. And when you look at this football team on defense, we say we are loaded up front. We have a lot of young safeties. We, we need help at the linebacker core and the cornerbacks. But we do have a legitimate defense. When you flip it over to the offense, you say you need a lot of work on the offensive line. You have uncertainty or you're unsure at the quarterback position. You have two running backs that you are very, very confident in and and they feel that they're very capable. Your tight end position with Logan at one point, he was great, but if he can get back to that, he can be there again, especially under tutelage, I think, of Eric Bieniemy. And when you look at this receiving core, I believe that and I'm not going out on a limb by saying this. If you look at the three receivers we have, I would say that those three receivers are in the top five receiving cores in the NFL. And, you know, I don't sit up there and try to play this clickbait crap. I truly believe that. You know, I think when you look at Cincinnati, they definitely have number one. They got too many of them. You know, but when you start going down a line, you have to believe that Washington is in the top five. Somebody may say give or take two, they can be at seven. But I think that's damn good for your football team. But as I've watched this team over the years, and when JP gets back on air, and I'm sure if, if, if y'all could, if I can remember the question, we'll go back to him. The one thing I've always had a problem with was they did not hold people accountable. They practiced too easy. They didn't put enough effort into practice to know what they could get in the game. After listening to Eric, I don't think that that's going to be like that on offense. Now, I listened to guys last year telling me about the offense and the defense, and you know, and they would say that the defense won the majority of the time. When we got in the football season, we could see that. I don't think that's going to be like that anymore this year. And I think that just having that challenge in practice, listen, yes, you don't want nobody to get hurt, but you also want them to be ready. So that's a delicate balance in doing that. If you get into the game, you want to be able to go full speed, full force to be able to challenge somebody for first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and the fourth. 
And you want to be able to close it out. You don't want to be able to get into the game totally healthy and then in the fourth quarter you fade away. At the end of the second quarter, you fade away. You want to be able to come with the most you have at that point. And I, from what I am listening to and what I saw with the Kansas City Chiefs, they were ready to go. No, I, I know for sure Andy Reid did not practice full pads all the time. But I know one damn thing, when you're in practice, it's like you're at the Olympics and you're, you're a sprinter. You are running from the moment you step on the field when practice starts till you get off. I went up there to Philadelphia, and he, I'm sure his practices are exactly like they were then. The first three days of training camp, full gear three days. After that, you never went full gear twice a day ever again. You went in the morning, special teams practice. In the afternoon, you go full gear. The next day, you might go full gear in the morning. In the afternoon, you go 10-10-10. I mean, offense do 10-10-10, defense do 10-10-10. Once the season started, maybe the first two weeks, you bring your pads out there and you do some nine-on-seven drills, some goal line drills, but the rest of practice was nothing but pads, no pads at all. But you ran everywhere. You got in shape. And I've been out to our commander's practices. I wasn't impressed with the pace that they were going. And I think the pace needs to pick up. And I, from when I, the energy I've got from this press conference, I hope that same energy goes over and, and gets to the players. And if the offensive players come out there with a little bit more pep in their step, guess what the defensive players are going to do? They're going to elevate their game. And as Ron would state during the season, you have to learn how to take care of each other in practice. You can go fast, but you don't have to have collisions. You can practice hard, but you don't have to hurt people. But what you have to do is get your guys ready to play. And I know you all heard me say it many a times that when we got into games, the games were relatively easy for me, easy for us in the early 90s. Because you were playing against one of the best defenses in the league. You were playing against one of the best offenses in the league. And they came out there to prove it to you in practice every damn day. And what you automatically had to lift your game unless you're going to get embarrassed. And I think that's one thing that I, I, I feel will happen now. Jack, some personal things he said, I despise. But as a coach, I saw the man get his guys ready to play. So I have to give him respect for that. But Jack has this way about himself, you know, a little arrogance about himself. Eric Bieniemy, running back, has that same a belief and arrogance about him. So you see that challenge, and all that challenge does is make people a little better. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I know we get excited about press conferences and things like that, but I don't think this is just something to be that's going to be just put out there. Because as much as Eric didn't want to address a lot of situations, you can hear by the lack of not discussing it, how it's eating at him. Is he pissed that he had to do this route? Probably so. But you know what? He can't focus on that now. He has to focus on doing the best job he can do while he's in this position. Could he be a head coach now? Probably should be. But he's not. So he has to focus on the job he has right now. See, being where your feet are is that little, it's just like this book I always mention called The Present. 
where you have to be focused on the now, not on what was, not on what's going to be. You learn from what was, and you have to do everything you possibly can now to make sure when that opportunity comes later that you can be ready for it and step up and get it done. I heard a lot of the analogies that I've used and my dad told me and coaches have told me from this young man today. And I know that there are players on that team that are going to be rubbed the wrong way, but I know that there are players on that football team that are going to be inviting that. They invite hard coaching, tough coaching, because you know what? There are people that want to be great. And when you want to be great, you know you have to be uncomfortable. So all that comfort that we've had, that crap's getting thrown out the window. And that, to me, makes me happier than anything in the world. Because when people can go through practice every day, all day, and they come out just smiling and laughing and joking and uh, they're so happy and they lose a game and they're happy about it, somebody not pushing the buttons right. I think the young man that we just heard talk not long ago, he's going to push some buttons. May irritate some people. May piss some of them off. But as I would always say, who gives a damn? I would want to be pissed off by a guy who's going to make me be better than what I was. I want to be pissed off by a guy that's trying to make me the best I could possibly be. I want to be pissed off by a guy that's going to have me trying to play in the postseason and possibly win a game. Because for me, I don't lower the expectations for this team this year. It's back where it was last year. Get in the playoffs and win me a playoff game. If not, it's a failure. Because if we sit here and go, oh, well, you know, we have to take so much time to build, we are allowing them to be complacent and comfortable. Success, make the playoffs. Ultra success, win a playoff game. That's my expectation. I hope it's everybody else's too. We're going to take a break here and we get back. JP will be back here soon. We're going to keep talking about Eric. We may have a lot more clips for you. Uh, you know, we had a little technical difficulties getting the feed. It was a little chopped up. Hopefully we'll get one that's very clean to make sure you get to hear everything that he said because I think a lot of things he said was very poignant, and we need to make sure we get a chance to listen to that because as we go this year, our expectation and motivation is going to come from what we heard because then now it goes to what we see. And when we, if we see what we heard, we're going to have not, no other reason but to expect great things. Be Mitchell Finney, 1067 The Fan. We'll be back in the field. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.